What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up, Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. Wow, recording on a Wednesday here, Adam. And this is a big day here, right? It's Groundhog Day. Uh, it also happens to be my Aunt Susie's birthday. And uh, and it's also, it's, uh, it's National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. So February 2nd, the nexus right here um, of, uh, of good things happening all around. Definitely happy birthday uh to her and yes uh salute to all the women in the sports industry had uh had lindsey rhodes from uh fantasy dirt and the the nfl Rhodes show podcast on today just to kind of talk about it right tell you man <laughs> very interesting to have that conversation now with you know just talking to lindsey about you know the the struggles of you know of what it, you know, what it's been like for her because you know she's been in the industry for you know not long enough to be the uh, you know at, at the ground floor of women breaking through, but still in a in a pioneering kind of role, um, you know, to have gone through certain struggles, certain prejudices, uh, and having to deal with you know certain things that you know a man in in the sports industry doesn't have to deal with. But like, you know, having that whole conversation, um, knowing that, you know, members of uh, from the, the women from the uh, Washington football team uh, organization, there's like a whole congressional question, questioning and, and hearing tomorrow, you know, I think it's tomorrow. And, um, you know, that's all going down there. But then all the Brian Flores shit that's happening here um, as well. I mean, this is just the, the NFL. Man, dude, the the NFL's in trouble, dude. It is, but doesn't affect viewership or anything else, at least right now. It doesn't affect like that's like that's the thing. Like again, that's what I, you know, when I when I brought that up on yesterday's show, the NFL just has its roots so deep and you know, its reach is so far. And the popularity of the NFL and, you know, the way it, it, you know, trumps some of these social issues is just, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's really kind of crazy. But I, I mean, you know, it's a know. reflection of the real world though, right? Same thing. It is. It is. But I won't say that I'm glad that I'm closer to death than to birth. Cause I know how much that sets you off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I told my wife that. I said to her, oh, I got off the sh show with you yesterday. I said that to her. I was like, yeah, Adam doesn't like that. She's like, well, maybe because he likes you and he's a friend of yours and he doesn't want to hear about you dying. I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's really what it is. That is it. Aw, stop it, you. <laughs> stop it. You're going to get an awkwardly long hug when I see you um, in Vegas for the FSGA. It'll probably happen regardless. I'm gonna like I'm gonna hold on to you, and then like just when you think that the hug's over, I'm gonna squeeze tighter. Okay, just make sure that I don't stop breathing. Well, yeah, yeah, like yeah, well, like, pinch my shoulder or something like that if you find that it's like hard to breathe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, see what you didn't just hear right now that I did hear. Um, it's a it's an RT Sports chat room, Adam. Uh, I am in the midst right now of a best ball draft uh, for MLB. Do you believe that? We're we're, we're doing it, man. We're you doing it. Twenty six rounds. 
So it's points league, right? Or Roto? Um, you know, I think it's a points league. Probably if it's best ball, I would think. I mean, one, one would think, but you know what? It's, the funny thing is, I mean, you know, we've, I've only made one pick and, um, you know, cause it's a four hour clock, but I didn't even, I didn't even look at the rules. I just, you know, it was like, you know, Colton the Wolfman said, you know, join. So I joined. And uh, and so I, I should probably look at the rules to ensure that the scoring is um, it is points based. <laughs> that would really suck if not not knowing the rules. Right. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, that should be the number one thing. It should be the number one thing. Um, I really can't see point scoring. There you go. OK. Well, do you want to criticize my first pick? So I picked third Mm -hmm. and Fernando Tatis was off the board. Juan Soto was off the board. Who would you take? Uh, Trey Turner, depending on the rules, though. Trey Turner, depending on the rules. Yeah. Well, well, two points for a stolen base and you're taking Trey Turner. Is it a points league? It is a points league. Yeah, I'd have to look at the scoring to figure it out. Single is one point, double is two points, triple is three, home run is four. RBI runs scored and a walk are each one point. Stolen bases are two. Strikeout is a negative half point. Caught stealing is a negative point. And a hit by pitch, that's one point. That's on the hitting side. On the pitching side, seven points for a win, seven for a save, three for a quality start, 0.5 points for per strikeout, Negative point for for a walk, three points for an inning pitched, negative point for a hit, negative point for an earned run, negative point for a hit batsman, and minus five for the loss. Yeah, what I would do is I would look at the scoring last year, the leaders to kind of get an idea. Yeah. Um, yeah I, took, I, I took Ronald Acuna. You're not worried about him missing time? Nah. Really? You think he's going to be ready day one? Yeah, because I don't think the season starts day one. Well, I mean, that's another discussion, but I mean, he's coming off a torn ACL, so I mm-hmm. can't see him running much early in the year. Oh, it's kind of it's risky to take him third. It's a risky pick, huh? Who would you have taken? You would have taken Trey Turner. Um, maybe not in that scoring system, obviously in Roto, I definitely would, if he was there at three because of the, the high floor, the stolen bases. And we finally saw that power go up last year. That was always my concern with him was, you know, the lack of power and RBIs, but obviously going to the Dodgers different situation. Um, but definitely in Roto for sure, I would take him in the top three. Um, I started, uh, draft champions league for the NFBC, but this one is, it's Roto, it's 15 teams, um, and Acuna in that format usually goes in the 10 to 15 range from what I've seen. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I just think there's there's still some risk with him. I mean, it, this is where not having spring hurts, because if you would see him in spring, I mean, there was video of him hitting in the cages. That's, that's great, but, um, you know, I think Jose Ramirez is a good pick, too, in Roto. Another guy, third, third basis, thin. He fills up every category. He went fourth. He went the pick yeah. right after me. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Then Vlad, then Garrett Cole, then Corbin Burns. Yeah, Burns has been the second pitcher off the board in a lot of drafts I've seen. Sometimes one, but it's usually Cole and Burns. Yeah, I was talking to uh, to Bowden about it, and he uh, he's ranking Burns first overall for uh, for starting pitchers. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think I have Kohler now, but I am thinking about moving Burns up. I mean, I've always liked him, and uh, I guess the big thing for him is maybe you, pro- you you're going to project Cole for more innings. Just he's been that workhorse, whereas Burns, you know. Uh, he has yet to uh, give us 200 innings in the season. He had 167 last year, obviously 59 and two thirds in 2020 as most were down. So, you know, is he going to make that jump to 200 innings this year? That's, that's the big question mark, but man, that dude was elite last year. He didn't allow home runs, 234 strikeouts over 167 innings. I mean, he was just absolutely dominant. Uh, didn't walk anyone whip below one. Uh, so it's, kind of hard to argue with just the question is all right well we've seen him have one big year again he was very good in 2020 but that was a small amount um so that that's the the biggest thing uh can he make that jump not it's not like a lot of guys are throwing 200 innings anymore anyway but if you're taking a pitch in the first round i think you have to get 200 plus innings yeah, I agree with you. I think you definitely need 200 plus innings if you're if you're going to take a guy in the first round. No doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of funny, man. I'm, I'm sitting here and, you know, I mean, listen, this is just this is a, a, a slow draft and just, you know, getting, you know, getting my feet wet, dipping my toe into the uh, into the best ball pool uh, for right now before I start, like, putting in higher stakes, you know, paying more money for this. Um, and just kind of, you know, getting the feel for it again. I mean, it's been a while since I've like really gotten a chance to like focus in on a, uh, on an MLB draft. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny. What do you think about the fact, I mean, you know, 2020 was the shortened season and we got a, a full season last year, but you know, it's like, I mean, do you think that we're going to still see lingering effects from that short season? Like we saw, we saw guys who, who crushed it in 2020, who, you know, just fizzled out completely for half the season in 2021. Um, you know, do, do we be knowing that, that baseball players are creatures of habit? Do you, do you, do you worry about them not getting still not getting back on track? Do they need another season, another like normal season in order to get back on track? And, you know, if we, if we are talking about some sort of a delay and the possibility of, of, you know, fewer games or anything like that, you know, is that going to kind of mess with people's, you know, kind of mojo to begin with? They could. I mean, it's going to come down to each player because every player is different. Some, you know, want that consistent rhythm and you throw it off, then they're not as good. So, I mean, it's tough to quantify, though. That's the problem. If you're trying to for fantasy baseball, it's just tough to quantify that. Yeah. Well, so what's your mindset going in? Like you just you just have that mindset of this is gonna be just this is gonna be like any other normal season. Yeah, I mean they played the full season last year. Um, we'll see how much many games they're gonna miss in the spring. You know that could be a factor. Some guys need the spring to really get it. Some people guys use the spring to get into shape uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know if there is a delay, how many guys are not doing anything and coming sluggish behind? We've seen video of guys throwing. 
Um, there was the video of Mitch Keller, I think, throwing like 100 Acuna in the cage. So we've seen some stuff, but what if guys, some guys are not even doing anything? So that's the problem. Is there's The problem right now is there's a lot of things we don't know. We have no injury updates. We don't know how guys are rehabbing. So it's really difficult. And that's why people want to see the spring, want to see guys come in. What kind of shape are they in? What's their velocity? Are they healthy? You know, so there's a lot of issues. There are there there are a ton of issues, and then you know, and also it's it's the um you know like you just said also not having a spring training is is a big deal, and and that affected a number of players, um who were dealing with that last year, right? Not having the proper spring, um again you know guys being just thrown off of their their normal routine, so it definitely makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, when you throw down, so you just started to draft champions. Um, you know, are you, um, are, are you planning on doing a few of them early on here? Are you thinking about the fact that maybe you want to wait a little bit more, or maybe you'll just continue to steadily do them, but raise the stakes when you get a little closer to the season? Yeah, probably steady at this point, you know, I'll finish this one and then decide what to do from there. You know, I usually do three or four, but we'll see how that goes this year. Um, sitting here in early February right now, and it looks like spring's going to be delayed. So, yeah, I mean, I might pull back a little bit because there's just so many situations right now that we just don't know. Uh, there's a lot of free agents out there. It's going to shift the value. You know, a guy like Michael Conforto, where's he playing? You know, he goes to Cincinnati, Coors Field. You're going to love it. Uh, you know, so Kenley Jansen, where is he going to be back? Clayton Kershaw. Uh, there's a lot of guys out there that are still need need to find a team. And then you Correa, Mm -hmm. Story, Chris Bryant, Freddie Freeman. None of these guys are, you know, apparently Freddie Freeman's been getting lowballed by the Braves. So it's very possible that that he uh, that he uh, he departs. Yeah, I mean, someone like him, I I don't think it matters where he plays, but if he somehow did go to Yankee Stadium, uh, yeah, you'd boost his home run total, obviously. Oh, God, would you ever? Absolutely. I hear I hear the Yankees are looking at Freddie Freeman, and they're also looking at trading for Matt Olson. Yeah, so... You know what uh, I would do to myself to see Matt Olson in a Yankee uniform. Yeah, no, nah, I like Olson too, so I don't want to see him go there. Um, mm, mm, oh, dude, I will buy the jersey... I'll buy up every baseball card I could possibly find. I don't care what I spend for it. Matt Olson hitting in Yankee Stadium as a New York Yankee. These are the these are the stuffs that um that my my special dreams are made of. Well, we'll see if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where to go with that, do you? No. <laughs> Oh shoot. What about your Mets, dude? What about your Mets? I got you know what? I mean, I was I was talking to Bowden about this, and I should probably, you know, look to the same thing. I, I wish I knew what show it was right now that I could like look at the uh the show sheet that I put together on it. But your Mets extremely active early on in free agency, adding Scherzer. Who who do they 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 picked up? It was Scherzer, uh, Starling Marte, Marcana, Marcana. There's another Eduardo one. Es- Eduardo Escobar. Eduardo Escobar. 
So are you are you in on that? I mean, what do you are you, do you feel confident about? It? Because last year you were like all super excited that new ownership was you got Francisco Lindor who sucked, which really was a bummer because I had lots of shares of Lindor. Um, compared to last off season, like how are you feeling about your Mets? Um, I mean, it really depends on Degrom. I mean, he's the key. Uh, if he's healthy with Max Scherzer, that's a hell of a tandem. I do expect Carlos Carrasco to bounce back and be better. Um, I don't think Taiwan Walker was as good as his first half. I expected him to really fall apart in the second half, and he did. You know, he's a decent pitcher, but he mm -hmm. definitely was not the all-star he showed in the first half. McGill was pretty good. Um, bullpen solid. But, I mean, it sounds like they still can make some more moves and that they're committed to – to adding more pieces. So we'll see. I mean, they're not afraid to spend. So I think, I think I saw they were like the third or fourth favorite to win the world series, which I, I can't, I can't buy that right now. I hope I'm wrong, but I can't buy that. I, uh, I was, I was talking to Bowden about the Mets and he turned around and said, Mets are looking at uh you say Kikuchi and then started talking about Kikuchi stuff and his style and like his 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 desire to learn and what it would be like having uh you know a lefty with really good stuff being taught by Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer like how to harness that control and command and really uh and really become a dominant pitcher in uh, in the major leagues i thought that would be made for made for a very interesting audiogram for for the old twitter machine but also you know like you know, bringing up stuff like that. I mean, it really, you know, Kikuchi could be a very intriguing sleeper pick if he were to sign with the Mets. Yeah, I mean, pitching in that park always is a positive, too. You know, it really helps pitchers. And, you know, he's shown flashes, just been inconsistent. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think the Mets are going to make more moves. There's no doubt. And you never have enough pitching. There's going to be injuries, so that's definitely an area you want to have a lot of depth. Are you deathly afraid of Noah Syndergaard going to the Angels and winning a Cy Young in the American League? No, I mean, I'm rooting for him. I have, I can't blame him for taking a one-year $21 million deal, but he pitched two innings last year. He hasn't thrown – he didn't pitch in 2020 – I mean, how many innings do you expect from this guy? And when he came back last year, he didn't throw any sliders. So he's another guy, too. Like, where's his health at? So right. um, I, I, I'd be stunned if he won a Cy Young this year. Because I don't I see just, I just want to see what your reaction is to a player who left the team. You know, I mean, listen, obviously, you take the money at $21 million, you do right by your family and stuff like that. But, I, I, you know, like diving into the uh, the inner psyche of, of Adam Ronis and – you know, once you leave your team, once they leave your team, you know, do, are they automatically the enemy? Or do you have a soft spot in your heart for him still? No, nah, I like him. Um, and he pitched well at times, was good in the postseason. So, nah, I'm rooting for him. I hope he does well. Okay. And plus, it's in the American League. It's not like he went to the Braves or the Phillies where they have to see him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Send him, send him to the AL West where pitchers just all go to die. Um, all right. Good stuff, man. Very, very interesting stuff. We got to tell you what, we'll take a quick time out here and, uh, and, uh, pay some bills. And, uh, and then when we come back, let's, uh, 
Let's catch up with Adam Ronis and how his uh, his NBA prop world went. He had the article on PicksWise.com today. He's obviously, as we're recording right now, um, you know, probably sweating a few props. But it's always good to take a look at what's going on right now and then maybe kind of throw some of that insight into Thursday's slate because there's six games tomorrow, you know, on uh, on Thursday. So maybe we learn a little something. So we'll be right back after this. Adam Ronis, how did the NBA treat? How is the NBA treating you right now? Uh, it's been pretty good. It's for today. It's just too early. Um, one of the games hasn't started for. I had Anthony uh, Simons back uh, over three and a half threes. I gave it out last week. Once or twice, it hit both at plus money. Monday you gave it out last night on this show. Yeah, and then on Monday, it did not hit. Um, and it was, I think it was because they were playing their fifth game in seven days and on a back-to-back. And he finally went cold. He only hit two threes, but he took 10. Um, but now I had a day off and gets the Lakers tonight. And the Lakers have allowed the most points to point guards. Um, so I, I, I'm... Going to take it again at plus money. So that game is later tonight. Um, I did take John Morant over 27 and a half points. He's had at least 30 and seven straight. He's got six midway through the second quarter. The Grizzlies are up 15 on the Knicks. So I need the Knicks to get back in this game so he doesn't sit late. Um, and then oh, I need the, the Knicks. No, no, no. Knicks, Knicks can't get back into this game, dude. Why? How, how, have I not told you? What? Oh, are you in front of your computer right now? Go to Twitter mm-hmm. and go to at P-H-I-S-H K-N-I-C-K-S at Fishnicks. Okay. <laughs> so that was a Twitter account started by a fish fan. Um, because fish is they move their their New Year's Eve shows. Yeah, but okay, I see this now. But I don't need the Knicks to win. I just need them to get back in the game and be competitive so Ja doesn't sit in the fourth quarter or late. All right, okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it doesn't matter if they win. I just need the game to stay competitive so Ja doesn't play 26 minutes and then the, the, the prop falls short. So it's crazy. They have 48 points and he has six. Like, what is going on? And I, I just... You know, he's been on a tear and he's been taking at least 22 shots from the field in these seven games. He was making a push to become a starter in the Western Conference All-Star game, and he did get it. Um, And the line has been around 29 and a half, and it was down tonight to 27 and a half. And I think part of that is the Knicks play slow pace. They've been pretty good defensively, but the Grizzlies have been scoring tonight. But it just has not been Ja yet. But he, he gets easy baskets. He scores a, a lot of points in the paint. So um, is he back in yet? No. What the fuck, man? Put him back Uh-oh. in the game. Uh-oh. All right. The, well, the Knicks, Knicks get back goal. into it, but not too back into it. We just want to make sure that the Knicks don't make the playoffs. If the Knicks make the playoffs, then they might not have these fish shows, Adam. And then, you know, what am I going to do? Like, I already had to cancel the vacation over, you know, over the holidays, over New Year's. And now I'm going to have to cancel this shit again. I can't deal with that. No, hopefully care. it works out for you. you. You're like, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just just get John Morant back in the fucking game. Again. 
Oh, shit. All right. Um, what else we got going on? Uh, anything for uh, anything that we can be on the lookout for uh, tomorrow's action? Which teams are on uh, are going to be on the second leg of a back to back? Sacramento, the Lakers. Um, it looks like that's it. Are those the only two teams on the second leg of a back to back? Okay. Yeah, there's actually uh, two makeup games tomorrow from. You know, postponements early in the year. It would have been mm-hmm. a four-game slate, but now it's six because there's two makeups. Bulls Raptors are a makeup from the 16th of December. Heat Spurs are a makeup from December 29th. All right. Well, good. Good thing they're getting these games in. Good stuff. Good stuff. So we're laying we're laying off Lakers or and and Kings because of the second game of the back to back. Are we are we pushing all in on on all things Warriors and Clippers? Um, no, I don't, I don't really worry about the back-to-backs too much. Um, it's more like the three and four, four and six, like Memphis is playing their fourth game in six days, which is why I think the line was only minus four tonight. Because if you look at it, like the Grizzlies are way better than Knicks. They've been great on the road. And you're like, why is that line four? And I thought it was because the Grizzlies have played four games in six days. The Knicks, it's only their second in their in fifth. It's a nationally televised game. It's at the garden. Knicks have actually Eight and two against the spread, their last 10 at the Garden. They've won seven in the last 10. But, yeah, Memphis is is really good, and they were coming off an overtime game on Monday. But Sacramento is probably the team to worry about. They're home Wednesday night against Brooklyn, and then they got to go against Golden State, who should have um, not every starter back, but Curry should play, Clay Thompson should play. Like, all those guys sat the other night, and they still beat the Spurs. So Wiggins should be back. So at home against the Kings, yeah, I mean, that game could blow out. Um, with the Lakers, wait, they're wait, they're home. They're not even traveling. They're playing in the same building. They're the home team tonight, and they're in the same <laughs> building tomorrow as the road team. So I don't if they're not traveling, I don't worry about it. But I guess I don't I don't know if LeBron James is officially ruled out yet. They said he was gonna miss quite some time, so I wouldn't expect him to play. And I don't know how many back-to-backs Anthony Davis has played since he's returned, so that's something I would keep an eye on. Um, I wonder if he could sit. Uh, yeah, oh, he has—he hasn't even played a back-to-back since he returned on, um, in late January, so maybe there's a chance Davis doesn't play. Hmm. So I would keep an eye on that. All right. What about the other game? Yeah, anything from the other games that you're uh, intrigued by? Um, interested to see if Kyle Lowry plays. He's been out due to personal reasons, but there was a report he's back with the team. Don't know if he's going to play. Um, Suns have been on absolute fire. Um, they're going to be in Atlanta. Atlanta's been playing a lot better lately. We don't know if Trey Young's going to play. He sat out the other day, but I mean, Devin Booker and Chris Paul right now are just on another level, and they just got back DeAndre Eaton and Jay Crowder. Um, the Raptors have played very good basketball. That's probably a game I'm attacking for props uh, in DFS. Bulls, Raptors. Bulls have been playing terrible defense. DeRozan going against his former team, Toronto. He's been great. Zach Levine's been great. Um, the Raptors play their starters big, big minutes. Siakam, Van Vliet, Gary Trent. He's been on fire. Five consecutive games of at least 30 points. So his prop was like 17 and a half points, 18 and a half points. It's a good matchup here. Uh, maybe I'll look at his three-point prop, but that's probably a game to look at. And I always look at DeJounte Murray props, even though he's got a tough matchup. Heat are pretty good defensively, but uh, I hit on DeJounte Murray last night. His points, rebounds, assist over 37 and a half, and he went over. 
All righty. Good, good, good. A couple of things. Yeah. What do you, uh, you got uh, anything else on the table for Thursday? You're not doing your picks wise article isn't until Friday. Are you, uh, are you DFSing it? We got a little starting five from you tomorrow. Yeah. Starting five for Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. How much I like, were you a big, like, I mean, let's, you know, I, I, I know reputation was, I feel like we've talked about this, but refresh my memory here. Like how much DFS did you play when, when it first, like when it first started? Like, um, were, you, were you doing it a lot? Were you playing on FanDuel and DraftKings a ton? Yeah. Not like every day, but uh, you know, it always depends on schedule. I've always said, if you're going to play NBA DFS and you're not available that hour before tip, don't play. You're wasting mm -hmm. your time. You're burning your money. Cause there's always things that change drastically in that span. So, um, but I do play less. I'm more into sports betting now. I was just going to say, how much less do you play because of legalized betting in, uh, in Jersey? Uh, a lot less. A lot less. Mm -hmm. Like, how, like how often do you set a lineup in DFS? Like maybe once a, once a week, once every two weeks. Yeah. Maybe once, twice a week. Again, a lot of it is schedule yeah. um, and what's going on, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I enjoy the sports betting more now. Yeah, I I would too. I would too. And I would love for California to get on board for crying out loud so I could just deal with it on my own and not have to rely on the kindness of others in order to like lay a stupid bet, right? Like I mean it drives me nuts. Like I you know, again with the ease of of the whole process of, you know, just being able to like throw something down there like, you know, on my phone while I'm sitting there you know, seeing it and being able to lay that bet as opposed to being like, oh, let me call him and let me see if he can make this bet for me and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a hassle. It's a yeah, hassle. Tonight, man, I missed uh, placing a bet by like two seconds, man. And it was Tyrese Maxey over five and a half assists. He has six. So disgusted. Uh, I was placing the bet and it said, bet is closed game started i'm like really bro it didn't even, even if it just tips you can't let me bet that oh 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 this from the guy who i have to like beg because two minutes before a game start i wanted to change my fucking quarterback on a uh on, um, on fantasy football did i do it you did you did okay and i didn't give you any shit so i don't know why you're why you're saying that yeah i didn't say you gave me shit i didn't you were like ah, oh, five minutes before bro that was no, text. no, I said that's what CBS, their rule is five minutes before kickoff day lock. That's yeah. the site. Such, such a bad move, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't kick off yet. I don't know why the five minutes doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense. Zero sense. But, I mean, for this, they let you in-game bet live, so why wouldn't you just process it? I don't get it. Um, yeah, you know, that kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like, like, I, I think if I go now, they have live player props. So right now, well, some of them are locked. So like in beads is 30 and a half. Why is some locks on that? Oh, yeah. So now his assist live. Oh, no, that's rebounds. Oh, it's maybe because somebody's got the somebody has possession. Probably. Yeah. So now Tyrese Maxey 
live in-game assist prop is over seven and a half minus 35 under seven and a half and it just moved minus 145 plus 110 he's got six assists with 335 left in the third quarter Ooh, so two ooh. more and now it's changing and locking again okay now it's up live now it's minus 135 on the over yes yeah, see it i don't even so much i don't know yeah i don't have like the 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 dexterity to to be making these you know quick changes at the last second there and you know i don't want to like fat thumb my way into a you know a 500 bet on a prop that's never going to make right you know you hit it. well the thing is they usually say do you ex- the odds change do you accept it at least on some books some they might be like yeah fuck it we'll just take it and you're like oh no that's not what i wanted <laughs> no 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 like how many times has that happened to somebody oh my god Oh my God. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know. I don't got anything else for you today. You got anything for me? Nope. Nope. Well, then that's going to do it for us here today on the Annie up podcast. Again, starting five from Adam tomorrow. Um, I'll be doing this, uh, best ball draft and MLB. I'll probably be writing it up and maybe I'll just kind of, maybe I'll live blog it. How about that? Mm, mm, mm. Um, check out Adam's work over at PicksWise.com on Friday. And don't forget to check out the Starting 5 video for NBA DFS tomorrow. And that'll do it. Happy birthday, Aunt Susie, once again. Uh, for Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been the Andy Up Podcast. And we'll catch you next time.